Hello, welcome back, and thank you for joining us for a very special, well, at least that's going to be the intention, but what should be a very special 100th episode. If you've listened with any amount of regularity, you know that we like to um, stagger. You know, I'll introduce one episode, you Mm -hmm. introduce the other, and we stagger it. This one, we were like, well, it's special. It's our 100th episode, so we should go in alphabetical order. So me being Brandon, I went first. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, because I have a silent A at the beginning of my name. <laughs> and then I thought, now that's not fair. We should go by order of importance. So, so you went uh, first, yeah. We are looking back today at almost the last five years, a.k.a. 100 episodes worth of stuff. Everything we've talked about, some stuff we forgot that we talked about, the highs, the lows, the yeah. best, the worst, uh, some of the stuff in between. But everything that we have talked about in the last five years is up for grabs in a discussion. I love this. 100 is a special number, centennial. It's a landmark deal, depending on what it is. And mm-hmm. But I'm so glad we're here. I, I just I want to thank my best friend. Oh my God, is that me? Or some, is, is this I mean, going to be weird if it's somebody else? No, no, it's it's you in this case. Oh, just because I want to keep I, I want to keep going. Yeah, um, you so, don't want to make it weird. This one's special. If you're listening, please do tell all your friends um, because we are going to look back starting in May of 2016. And Brandon, a little history lesson for all our randos out there. What was the catalyst for us putting together our brilliant, beautiful, sexy minds and doing a podcast for five plus, almost five years, 100 episodes? I can tell you exactly what it was. It was our shared hatred and anger for Batman v Superman. That's it was the dawn of our podcast. It was, it was the most disappointing thing I could remember in a really long time. Just being that it was so hyped, you know, it was like, it, we expected something incredible. And what we got was just this steaming pile of crap. And we just felt so wronged by it that we had to bitch about it. And then we bitched about it to ourselves, but then we thought, dude, we need to bitch about it to the world because this doesn't do it for us. Like, you know, we need to put our hatred out in the world. And so yeah. really our, our podcast was born from hate and anger, like the dark side. So we, we kind of, ha- oh, speaking of dark side and what I was going to oh, dark side is in the- with, we have um, a new Zack Snyder trailer. I know, yeah. And dark we also side. have him to, yeah, we have him to thank for us getting together to do this because like I've always said uh, on this podcast before, how many times do you get together with your friends after a movie, you sit in the lobby for 10 minutes and then just talk about the movie and then everyone awkwardly hugs goodbye. And then you end up leaving the same direction. And then it's kind of weird. It's only awkward because our friends don't want to hug you, but they kind of do anyway. And I think you can sense that. Yeah. If they give you a hug first Uh and then it's awkward not to give me a hug. It's like you wouldn't give someone, you know, offer someone gravy at the table and then just, bypass the next person that's not how gravy boats work gravy boats visit <laughs> what is a gravy boat <laughs> it's like a banana, those, those... it's like a salty banana boat okay well let's right, get, we're gonna get let's on get the get banana boat yeah <laughs> we are off track we're like 10 so minutes gravy, in and we haven't even bananas and get ready to take a wild ride with us i would like brandon with your okayness to start looking back 
let's start on a positive note movies we have a fake sponsor though we have to get to first every episode we've got to at least most every episode uh, well okay that's true because as of recent we have had some episodes that haven't had this a sponsor yet but in this case as our 100th episode we have a very special sponsor and really i want to warn i want to warn our listeners our fake sponsor today it's a bit of a tearjerker um but enjoy i think you might learn something let's face it if you're soliciting sexual services from a prostitute your life is pretty sad I know when I see my prostitute every week, I always order the same thing, an old-fashioned spit and tug. And before he's finished, I usually end up crying. One night, when I was laying there in a pool of my own semen and tears, I realized that prostitute spit is probably, like, really dirty. So, I thought to ask him to use something else to manually masturbate me. He said, well, how about your tears? And I gotta tell you, what a difference my own tears made. Now, there's no going back. You see, getting jerked off with your own tears is efficient and effective because tears contain salt, fatty oils, and over 1,500 different protein strains, all of which are found in your semen. So you're just naturally replacing what's been jerked out of you. Ask your prostitute about the groundbreaking new approach and technique to sexual stimulation, tear jerking. You'll need twice the amount of tissues. Well, I have to admit, Listeners, that is not the kind of tearjerker I expected. When I saw the, the sponsor come in and it said tearjerkers, I, I assumed something different. But there, there it is. Thank you to, to tearjerkers. We, we appreciate the sponsorship. Yes. And for anyone who's like, oh, my God, another penis-based sp- fake sponsor, come on. We're immature, late 30-year-old guys. Would you expect anything less, let alone on our own celebratory episode yeah. i think not if you're expecting a, a some other genital like the female <laughs> genitals we don't Ew, know what that is okay yeah. we don't yeah. know what that looks like we don't even know how to spell it so we're just going to keep going back to the penises because it's it's what we know dick to what you know absolutely dick to what you know dick to what you know <laughs> okay so let's where do you want to start, Brandon? We've got we've got five years to look back. Yes. We've got cinema, TV, uh, video games. I think it's only fitting because we talked about a movie that brought us together. Why don't we, instead of looking at the negatives, well, just yet, let's look at some of the best cinematic influences in the last almost five years. Uh, dating back to May 2016, from now, from then till now, fair game um there's lots obviously man what a great five years just about 100 episodes i'm going to keep butchering that for the marvel and dc franchises doesn't mean there haven't been their flaws but there's been some let's just focus i don't know i'm i'm, I'm all over the place brandon ground me you what's, okay what's, let's, let's stick with comic book based movies based on what you just said yeah marvel and dc let's go over some of the best and some of the worst sure can I start, please? I think you should. I I have to go and say Into the Spider-Verse is one of those movies that took me by surprise, both yes. in the story, in the voice acting, 
most of all in the incredible art and directing in that movie. And that movie is, is I probably have not seen any movie in the last five years more than I have seen Into the Spider-Verse. I've seen it at least probably five times because it comes up on Netflix. And I can't, if it comes up on Netflix and I'm looking for something to watch, I will watch that movie because it's that good. It was a surprise. You, you're absolutely right in that all those things were amazing. But what really took me took me back a little bit was the fact that it was a very short window from the time it was announced till you started seeing movie posters to the time it came out. I remember it came out right around Christmas, 2018. I think it was yeah. like Christmas Eve or Christmas day. And I was just blown away. Oh, you know, it, was, it wasn't, it was, unique. it wasn't an MCU movie technically yes. or anything like yeah. that. But it was so good. And it just had such a craft about it and just a likability and unique emotions and just a different take. Uh, it was well, so good. It made you feel as a, as a comic book lover, it made you feel that you were watching for the first time ever, the pages come to life. Perfect. Perfect analogy. Absolutely. And, and I think that's one like of the that. things I love so much about it. I mean, on top of everything else, but really I'm the kind of person who like, like the matrix is one of my favorite movies because it, and it had a good story, but like the cinematography and the special effects are what I will always go back to and, and look at that movie in awe about. And, and this movie is sort of similar. I, whenever I watch it, I'm just in awe of every little detail and ode to the comics and, and the way they just we, wove, wove it, weave it, we, weave it. It was well woven, yes. Okay, well woven, which is a cool spider pun I didn't mean to make. Oh, I see it. Yeah. Okay. You know what's um, interesting? We talked about Marvel and DC. This is the first one we brought up, or I should say I brought up, uh, is a Marvel, but not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's that's not to say that Sony the MCU one. didn't have some excellent offerings, some forgettable, some really excellent offerings. To me, in the last, you know, 100 episodes, I think the strongest, my personal favorite mcu movie yeah uh was civil war i just that just had so many geek out moments for me it was still a relatively low stakes film as to what was to come in comparison but the first time you're you know you're seeing so many people on screen like panther and spider-man and when mm -hmm. spider-man steals his shield i was just like oh that's a geek out moment and there were lots of geek out moments to come uh, in future movies, but it was just had all the feels and it was a pretty contained story and whose side are you on? The marketing was so brilliant. And I liked Black Panther so much. I actually yeah. enjoyed him more than I did in his own film, oddly enough. For me, that was probably my favorite of all the MCU entries since May of 2016. Such a yeah. good movie. I, I mean, it's hard for me to pick my favorite MCU movie. So I'm actually going through and I'm watching them all again. And I just yeah. finished infinity war. So I'm up to, I'm, I'm into phase three. I just finished infinity war. I unfortunately have to skip the Spider-Man movies because, uh, because they're not on a streaming service without paying for it. And you know, because, oh, they're, yeah. not, because they're, they're, they're Sony. They're, they're not an actual yep. Disney property anyway but i'm going through them all and i'm realizing how 
good some of these movies are. In Captain America Civil War, Thor Ragnarok, and Love Thor. Avengers Infinity War slash Endgame, which it's hard not it's hard to you can't really put them call together. separate movies. They're they are, but they're it's like part one and two. It's basically Avengers Infinity War part one and part two is really, right. but yeah, it'd yeah. be boring to title them that way. Infinity and, War for me, I look at the whole story, but Infinity War for me as a, as a movie first was a little more entertaining, a little more upbeat than yes. Endgame. Yeah. Endgame was basically a two-ish hour Cry story fest. that had an <laughs> awesome payoff. Yes. I the the final battle in when Avengers Endgame. When all the heroes come out, I don't care how many times I watch that. I it makes me like I I feel something. It makes me your heart like, beats a little differently. Yeah. I'm a pretty heartless human being, but when yeah. my heroes who have turned into dust come back and they all come through the portals, I just it is like something that I will go to as one of my favorite and probably is is my favorite moment in all of cinema and then of course the avengers assemble uh, well that's line. what i mean it's like the yeah ah uh, like the moment he says avengers and then he whispers assemble and he thinks that all the people 200 rows back can hear him that doesn't matter to me <laughs> so can i point something out sorry i know this is off off the beaten path here but i'm watching all these movies again you know what is a constant theme that they do not address no matter where people are on any battlefield they are all talking to each other yeah and, and there's never like uh there's never like really much of a, a focus on the fact that like they gave them earpieces that all work together or anything you don't usually see earpieces in every once in a while you will um but like, I, it, it's so funny because they won't touch on it for multiple movies, but no matter what, they can be in different ships or across a battlefield and just say something and everybody can hear them, which is, is always just a funny thing to me. All you have to say is if Tony Stark's tech can do incredible things, I'm sure it's in the, the bylines that he has incredible earpiece technology. That's true. That's actually a really good Technical point. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, oh, I just want to say Thor Ragnarok. Funniest MCU movie. It is. It is, it is the funniest. Too. It is both. It, it, Taika Waititi, man, that guy. That you know, one of our the movies that we don't really have on here because we haven't really done like a review on it, but his um, Hunt for the Wilder People. Yep. Is so good, and that was like I think 2016 or so. Yeah. And and that is so him, and then to take that same humor from that and, and uh what we do in the shadows and put it into an, a marvel movie like thor ragnarok is perfect it is like the it feels like a big risk they took on this guy and he and it paid off off of um Aller, you know his style and presentation and humor especially up against pages of comic book based movies yeah. but it worked and that movie was hilarious and entertaining and really tied in together nicely um, into the, the story to come with uh, Infinity War. That was a kick-ass movie. I just, I did not expect to be entertained, especially by the third of something, you know. Especially because uh, the Captain second America, one sucked. So, 
The second Thor. No, so, they, so you didn't expect the third one to be that good. Rebound. Yep. Yeah, that was definitely one of the best movies uh, as of late. Um, let's round out the conversation on comic book movies that have really what we would consider best of. I got to give it up for Wonder Woman, which, again, if you just listened to mm-hmm. a few episodes ago, makes Wonder Woman 1984 sting by comparison. But Wonder Woman kicked ass. What a strong, strong entry for DC. Yeah, it was really it was the only DC movie, at least from the current DCU, DC the Warner Brothers universe. DC team up. Yeah, um, that that was the one shining light, and then wait, was or is was okay. Yeah, I agree. At the time when it came out, because you had like yeah, Suicide Squad. And, what's that? everything else was swinging and missing and we'll, right. some of these movies you're going to name I'm sure we'll probably revisit real soon yeah well okay I won't go into them because we can talk about the worst of it later but um, that was by far the best DC movie until Shazam came out you know Shazam has a very special place in my heart I think that's a movie I'll long remember afterwards um, I saw that with my daughter and 12 at the time and that was such a fun movie for both of us. Here I am, you know, in my 30s. Here she is as a preteen. And we're both just laughing, mm-hmm. entertained. What, what a great lead, too. I mean, I don't know anything about Shazam. That's a, a yesteryear. Well, I don't, not to say I don't know anything, but I'm not invested in Shazam as a comic book character um, the same way I am with others. And he's a yesteryear property, but they made him fresh and funny and relevant. And Zachary Le- Levy, Levi? Yeah. Chuck. Um, Chuck, yes. Perfect. So perfect. I, I That was just a fun movie. Yeah. That one came by a surprise, too, because you kind of, it looked good in the, in the trailers, but you expected it to be pretty bad because it was DC. Yeah. Because, because DC does a good job of making everything look good in the trailers, right? Uh, oh, yeah. And then, and then that came out, and it, it really, and we said this in our review, but it captures the feeling of being a young kid and wishing you were a superhero, but then it, 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 and then it's like, what if the dog catches the car, right? It's that situation of like, well, what if that kid did become a superhero? Like what would happen? And it, I just, I think it, it was written great. Uh, The, the acting, especially for child actors were really good. The Mm -hmm. um, directing was pretty good. I say pretty good because I think they made some funky decisions. But, um, oh, and then they also weren't afraid to go creepy, scary with those monsters. I agree, yeah. When you got people getting their heads bitten off and stuff like that, kind of cool. Yeah, it was oddly violent and scary for what is otherwise a very almost PG movie. I agree. Yeah. Can't wait for an eventual sequel. What else, man? What else do we got going for... Oh, there's a couple comic book movies I think we missed. What? One from DC and one from Marvel. But both not from the cinematic universes we're talking about. Oh, okay. I know what you're referring to. Uh, Joker. Joker was really good, but I, it was a big emotional investment, and I just haven't even gone back to watch it, not because I'm like, oh, this sucked. Obviously, if you want to go back and listen to any of our standalone episodes where we talk about all these movies and 
everything else we're going to talk about, you can do so for a more in-depth analysis, but it was just, I mean, it was like an A grade movie for sure, but it was so emotionally heavy. I just haven't gone back to watch it since. So Joker is one of those interesting movies that it doesn't feel like you're watching a comic book movie at all. Not at all. Which, Which I know is the point, but it does make it so that I feel like I'm watching an indie film more than I'm watching a Marvel movie or I'm sorry, a DC movie, excuse me. And um, it makes it so that the rewatchability is not there for me, like because of that emotional toll that you were just mentioning. But as a quality movie, it is there. Like that is a, it is, Joker was a good movie with great acting and great directing. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not going to win an Oscar for best actor for no reason. I mean, he was that whole movie. He wasn't just the best part of that movie. He was the whole movie did he win and an oscar everything. for best acting oh movie? yes oh well wow. they don't say best acting they say best actor because you know hollywood sexist so they have to have a separate category because mm. not all genders are equal um can it, I, it really can I, can I bring up a point though about that like you're right I, i'm you're the best actor and best actress but what do you do for somebody like elliot page who you know was ellen page and then says i am now elliot page what if he, because he goes by he now, is is in a movie and is it's incredible and he needs to, he's like uh, up for best actor. You see what I'm saying? It's it's interesting. No, no, I see what you're saying, but what if what if Elliot Page then is you know doing a female role? If he plays a she in a role, but considers himself a he now, was he be up for best actor? I think he should. I think sooner or later that will come up and that will happen, but it's just an interesting thought. Anyway. You're right. And Joker was a good movie for that reason. And, it provoked and Joker, thoughts like and that. Joker was a good movie, yeah. Um, Joker was excellent. The other movie I was thinking about that is not a part of the normal Marvel Cinematic Universe, sort of its weird offshoot, is Logan. That's when you say it's a comic book movie, not an, a Marvel movie, yes. Um, well, but it, yes, it's Sony, but it is Marvel-based. So it's yeah. like a it's it's like how do you categorize that? But Logan, uh, man, I, I just call it kick-ass. That movie was awesome. Incredible. It was. It took twenty years or seventeen years because it was two thousand seventeen film, and you know he Hugh Jackman first debuted as Wolvie in two thousand. It took seventeen years for them to finally feel like they got him right and of course how fitting that it was the last 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 hurrah literally both behind the scenes you know it was his last time being logan and on screen too so it was just such a fitting and patrick stewart was excellent and the little girl um x23 oh i just incredible i love that movie and the violence it's so like finally this is wolverine right yes yes Exactly. I think I think we really saw Wolverine at its best, at his best, in the first uh, X Men movie, and and well, and sometimes in the second, but and then in Logan, like yeah. that's when we really got the best of him. And it's got such a, a cowboy rides off, you know, in one last blaze of glory story to it. It's like a modern day. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Shane. You remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, at the end. It, Shane! Yeah, it Shane! felt like that. 
Uh, and then, okay, that's enough. Okay, sorry. Um, yeah. uh, you know, speaking of being quiet, I wish you were just now. Um, <laughs> I love The Quiet Place. Oh, if yeah. anyone wants to refute that, that's fine. But that movie- But stay quiet when you do it. Excellent. In terms of tension and progression and just a feeling of dread and cool and different. Yes. Great movie. I'm not a fan you know, of- we, of horror films but that film is like the perfect what i know it's not really horror but it has aspects of it right it's inspired for sure it it is to me that is like the perfect scary movie yeah it just it never let up from the minute that movie starts you feel like you're just like your nose is right at the waterline and never lets you up you can still breathe a little bit but yeah it's always just like doom is right around the corner and ended with an uplifting message and then it led to a sequel that we would have seen last year and hopefully will this year and this next one probably the last one as far as just like really the standouts for us um maybe me a little more than you but i think we're on the same page uh the same elliot page last jedi a lot of people know this is contentious you can kiss my ass i really like this movie they tried to do something different instead of just like, hey, remember nostalgia? We're going to just put uh-huh. a 2017 paint of coat on it. It tried to do something different. Of course, you can take the two scenes, the Mary Poppins, Princess Leia space floating, and you can take the whole casino yeah. love thing, and you can put those away and edit those out, and I'd be okay with it. Other than that, it was an excellent movie. I it was agree. a great Star Wars movie, and it was a really good movie. I think if they would have taken out the casino scene because it was unnecessary completely. And if they did the Mary Poppins float back to the ship scene, as long as she said, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all, I would have been okay with it. So when someone goes, what's Poppins? She goes, space Poppins. (laughs) Or, 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 how hilarious it'd be. Remember Ben couldn't pull the, the trigger to blow her up, right? Yeah. How funny it'd be if like, then that same thing happens, like, the troopers that are behind him or the pilots are behind him end up blowing up. She goes out the hall. She's in space. And then he goes and turns around and accidentally hits her while she's floating back and just disintegrates her into pieces. That would have been better to me. I, so I agree with you as a whole on this movie. Okay. Like um, the movie was the first star Wars movie of the new, I mean, granted we only had one new Disney made Star Wars movie before that, but it was just a copy of A New Hope, straight up carbon copy. This one was the first time that they were like doing something new, you know? And then, whereas you and I both really liked The Last Jedi, half of the Star Wars fans hated it, leading to the worst follow-up afterward, which made The Rise of Skywalker... It, like, how do I say it? The Rise of Skywalker ruined The Last Jedi for me. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes it all really pointless. Yes, because The Rise of Skywalker tried to undo what they did in Last Jedi, and I really enjoyed what they were going with in The Last Jedi, that it made it so that, like, once Rise of Skywalker came out, it made me dislike that one, but also I, I put – it makes it, like, The Last Jedi get – down like knock down a tier in my mind which i it well sucks. because they're linked even though they're not exactly really exactly 
I, I just I will always appreciate how Ryan Johnson and and everyone else who contributed to the the um, the writing on that movie said, hey, you know what? You don't actually have to be someone's bloodline to for the force to find you and use you like mm-hmm. the little stable boy at the end. That was such it a can promising be anybody. Yep. And it's like, oh, wait, no, you have to be the emperor's granddaughter after all. Ha ha. Just kidding. LOL. Fuck yeah. off. Yep. Ha. Ah. Okay, AJ, so AJ Abrams, so much good behind him and some really bad shit as well. Yeah. Real quickly, there's a bunch of movies, obviously, ones that we talked about, ones that we might not have even got to. But over the last hundred episodes, we've also had great badass movies like um, Black Panther. It did new things, it had an awesome message at a really ne- necessary time. Uh, Can I also say that? Sense. Sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. And I was just saying, it just makes me sad. Chadwick Boseman is is gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I what I was going to speak to, what I was going to speak to is is the the impact on cinema to have a black cast, black directed, what would be normally considered the uh, like a black cinema movie, yeah, be so mainstream and get and be the highest grossing movie up to that moment, like was incredible and it was it just showed the world like it doesn't matter the color it's quality right like i i thought i thought its impact on cinema is equal to the marvel cinematic impact on cinema as a whole if that yeah, makes it, any it, sense. you know this is comic books are pop culture at their core but this one also had just cultural um ramifications yep. too not just for for fans and you know geeks and 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 dorks and nerds and speaking of supporting a black you know made movie if you will i'm not trying to be funny here get out jordan peele awesome oh, i really yeah. like that that was so yeah. good it came out of, it came out of nowhere like nobody knew what to expect yeah. from it it was so good very original yeah it deserves a shout out very original very entertaining very unique for sure jordan i guess peele in general yeah, he he's good he's, at that kind of storytelling. Someone I would family over for sure. Uh, him, Jack Black. There's a few people I'd actually like bother at dinner. You know, I just like I know you're eating dinner, and uh, yeah, you know, but I just I'm never gonna get this chance. What'd you think of uh, Doctor Strange? That's worth mentioning, yeah. right? Yeah, I think it is. Um, you know, let's let's mention a couple of the Marvel ones that we didn't mention uh, that are that are worth mentioning. Guardians of the Galaxy two. Or use the word mentioned three times. Guardians of the Galaxy two. Uh, mentioned. Spider Man Homecoming. Just a shade and, above uh, the European Vacation one. Fuck, what was that movie called? <laughs> Spider Man European home. Vacation. Yeah. Yeah, with Chevy Chase. And that was good too, actually. I, I would put that oh, on this I like I enjoyed Homecoming just a little bit more, but sure. still very, very good. I would I would put them all on this like I'm very happy with the movie, but I would not call it like the best of the last five years, right? Um yeah. but God, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was 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 really good, had incredible use of music. And um yes, what was it? Doctor Strange, by the way. I I liked more the second time I watched it. As I said, I was watching the yeah. whole cinematic universe over again. The second time I watched it, I really got to appreciate how unique it was, which right. I don't think I quite appreciated as much the first time. And then Spider-Man I mean, Homecoming, think, so good. Yeah, Go I ahead. think what 
and I like Doctor Strange way more the second time around. And I think what it kind of marked was the first time that they were given a standalone movie to someone who wasn't super one A comic book guy. Your Captain Americas, your Iron Man's, your Hulks, your uh, Spider Mans. Doctor Strange is no offense to Doctor Strange fans, but he's not as forefront in Marvel. You know, if you were to do a Marvel, uh, what's the thing? Mount Vernon? No, Mount Rushmore. Um, he definitely wouldn't be on there for like a high percentage of people. Right. But really cool that they, you know, it was cool that they started branching out like your Guardians of the Galaxy, your Doctor Strange, now Black Panther, you know, not these just, you know, front running guys. And they made it a very compelling uh, character. And man, how good is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? batch is that his name yep got it Benedict yeah i like him he was a, he's such a good character man and yeah he real, is real unique compliment to the rest of the characters the only one that uses real magic oh wait no man. no age uh, of Scar- technically Scar- introduced wanda yeah scarlet witch you're right remember when she had that awesome accent and that they were just like oh this sucks let's ditch this as soon as possible are we done with Marvel. What else? That's maybe not of that vein. I loved not initially on second rewatch and subsequent third rewatch Rogue One. Rogue One was awesome. Yeah, I think it's good. I don't know if I would like consider it in, in, I know this isn't top tier. This is like second tier that we're going over, but I, I, I liked it. I just didn't, Love it. Okay. That's just my personal opinion. And you're allowed it as one half of the greatest podcast that we do. Good. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you allowing me to express my views. Um, I know that we saw this together and recorded about it. And if memory serves correct, both pretty high up on uh, Ready Player One. Yeah. As like a second tier movie. I remember being very entertained. And it was one of those movies where you're just watching for the like, oh, who's going to show up next? And, oh, there's that person. But it right. still had a, a decent, well, I wouldn't say a decent story because it was just based off a book, but a decent adaptation of the story. So, yeah, pretty did cool. You read, did you read the book? I did. I actually went back and read it after I watched the movie. Was it, it was fairly loyal to it or what? I, I didn't read it. From my perspective, yeah, there was, you know, definitely some things that there was no way you were going to be able to fit that in the movie or how would they do that. But I feel at its core, it was pretty a faithful adaptation. And mm. I want to say it's the last movie I've seen from Steven Spielberg. Hmm. Yeah. What is he up to lately? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he did not direct it. Um, it was a really fun, faithful, but modern take and i'm speaking specifically to the first one part two oh, the bat oh this hor- horrible second follow-up but yeah. but the first know, one pretty fun uh, yeah it, i'm not a, like i said before i'm not a horror guy but i i remember thinking it was good for that genre like i liked it more than i would most other scary horror flicks but once again because i don't connect with that genre it's hard for me to put it near my top I know you liked this movie and you encouraged me to go see it, even though I was just like, yeah, uh, but I'm glad I did. Uh, I think rounding out the category, wrapping it up here, Mission Impossible Fallout was definitely a standout of the last almost five years. Wow. Just I, 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 haven't even, I haven't even thought about that movie in forever. 
Yeah, it, has, it was a good movie, though. I remember that. It was really good. I mean, what else can you get Maverick fighting Geralt in a bathroom? Yeah, who cocks his fucking arm cannons when he fights. Remember that? <laughs> hey, by the way, I've been working out. Check out these guys. <laughs> and that was, that's right. That was the reason. So he grew the, the mustache for Mission Impossible and then had to do reshoots for Justice League. Ugh. Right? Which is, can we talk about Justice League later when we talk about the worst? You bet your biscuits. But anyway, yeah, during the reshoots, remember they like had to digitally take out his mustache because <laughs> I remember hearing uh, about that. Yeah, Par- Paramount or whoever owns Mission Impossible was like, yeah, he can shave it, but it's going to cost you like seven million dollars because that's the, the amount of money it would take for uh, like the amount of money it would cost our company to wait till he grows it back or some shit like that. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just digitally did it. and It looks so bad. It was like comically bad. Uh, how about it? Now, Brandon, uh, we're a little long-winded here, and for good reason. This is fun reliving all this stuff and like remembering the feels that we get uh, from movies. If you, out of all the movies we just mentioned, could you pick one and saying I've enjoyed this more than any other one? Could you? For whatever reason, you don't have to justify it. You just name it. Like for me, I'll, I'll just say if it helps. Like, can I guess yours? Yes, and I'm going to guess yours. Yours is Logan. It is. I fucking love that movie. Such a good movie. And just what a, a good nod to an awesome character. What, do you, what would you say mine would be? Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, if I were to choose one, based off of your criteria, like choose one, I would say Into the Spider-Verse. So that probably would be my number two. If I were to choose... See, the hard part for me is the Avengers Infinity War slash Endgame. Like, if I could put those two together, yeah, that would be it, though. Because I feel like that had the biggest impact on me. It was the accumulation of, what, 11 years of all these movies that I love coming together. And uh, I, think th- I think it was near perfection in cinema and so if i could put those two together it might be my number one but since i can't i will say into the spider-verse you're right you're right very good now we mentioned all those great movies the highest of the highs and the tier right below it but for every good movie probably somewhere in the uh the equation of things equally bad movies come out and uh like we said it was a bad movie not just opinion it's it's pretty much fact that brought us together uh that was batman versus superman do we really need to revisit that? It just sucked. We're bringing up the worst movies. I just thought that would be the first one to mention. Yeah, let's. Can we not like let's not go too long into the? Shit. Well, they don't deserve as much time because they're not as good. So I agree. Yeah, Batman v Superman was horrible, and so was the Justice League. Batman Justice v League Superman was-, was worse, but still. Yes. I wonder how Justice Le- this new Justice League trailer. I'm like, cool. It still looks like a Zack Snyder film. Just everything's <sighs> super dramatic and slow. And but here's the thing: imagine, imagine you're Zack Snyder. You start a movie, you almost are finished with it, and then you have this tragic thing happen to you, and you have to step back, and you get another director to jump in your place. 
that director makes enough changes to the movie, whereas you, the and, and then it's panned, right? Everybody hates it. Whereas you, the original director, can go back and be like, oh, well, <laughs> it's not my fault. All the things you hate were all the things that Joss Whedon did. Mine was going to be way different. <laughs> and then the, the production company says, okay, go ahead and make your better version. And he gets millions of dollars to go rewrite everything, add new characters that were never in there. He gets to go online and listen to all of the things that people hated from, from the original Justice League and make sure that he goes back and changes them all one by one. So he gets like the ultimate do-over. And if he can pull it off, which I don't think he will, if he can pull it off, it will be like the biggest comeback for Zack Snyder in history. Now, will there be edited mustaches or digitally removed mustaches in this one? I, I'm not sure. I hope so. There better be. Mm. That is a staple. Is I mean, important. I'll watch it, but with not expecting a whole lot different, I'm to be honest. I'm actually looking forward to it. It's stupid. How, it's more curiosity, right? It's like a morbid curiosity. You could say. Uh, it sounds like a future episode. It'll be uh, episode yeah. 103, let's predict, and it'll be uh, Justice League Review Part 2 or Redux or something <laughs> yes. like that. I like that. Cool. Uh, DC, like we mentioned earlier, dropped the ball with a lot of things. And oh boy, Suicide Squad. Those balls were hanging <laughs> low. They were so dropped. With great, once again, the marketing behind Suicide Squad, the movie, was awesome. It made it seem fun. It was like, hey, check out our unique cast of characters. And then you watch the movie, you realize that it's wasn't meant to be fun. It was meant to be more serious, but then they tried to add in some things that were fun. And then they killed off some of the characters that we were like being marketed to. It was just, oh, and, and then it all ended up with a fucking beaming light in the sky. Thing. World ending catastrophe, but somehow uh, a girl with gymnastics and baseball bats saves everything. Okay, sure. The same way, you know, can I bring up another one on this list? Is In my opinion, is that that, Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows. You actually like, took the time. After the first one, I, I was so burnt. And I was like, nope, not even going to give you my money or time. But that, that beaming light in the sky thing just reminds me of that movie, too. Actually, I think that might have been the first one. I don't even know. I don't, yeah. They're both bad. All I know is I, Out of the Shadows was within our past five years that we've been doing this. And it had Rock City. Just as, I mean, it was so bad. Oh, and I, I'm a Ninja Turtles guy, and it kills me to see that. Okay, Batman vs Superman, bad. Justice League, bad. Suicide Squad, bad. Yeah. Ninja Turtles, shadows, bad. Was it as bad as? Um, let me submit X Men Apocalypse. Remember how awesome that movie was? No, I, because it wasn't. No, I I think X Men Apocalypse. Oh, that's a hard one. I think it. It was really bad. Better, I, it was, but I think it. Would you say it was better than the ones we just mentioned? Uh, oh it's hard right yeah they're all i mean it doesn't matter if you have a little shit on you or a lot of shit on you you smell yeah it's like it's like you look at a you look at a rotten fish where somebody took a dump on it and then you're comparing it to a dump where somebody put a rotten fish on it and you're like oh which one's better and which one's worse where are these analogies coming from 
they're on my kitchen table right in front of me. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was bad. It was really bad. But here's the thing that softens the blow a little bit. Like I, I can at least say, eh, well, it's a, granted it's changed hands and studios and whatnot, but it's a 20 uh, at the time. Well, not at the time, but it ultimately has become a running 20 year franchise. You know, I think what apocalypse was 2018, I want to say. Um, so at the time, you know, 18 years in and how many entries in they were getting progressively worse, you know, there's a few highs and lows along the way, like first class brought it back after that atrocious X3 X-Men United or whatever. Yeah. Um, but then it started digressing again. And by this point I was just like, uh, I'm not surprised it's as bad as it was still didn't on its own. doesn't deserve any credit for being anything but bad. But yeah. at this point, it's like, what can you expect? Right. This franchise has been bleeding dry and they killed it as of X3. And then when you have to keep going back and make it feel like, oh, here's why you should watch this movie. But the special effects were bad. It just looked, it looked abandoned. Oh, you know? and I mean, you take you take a character like Apocalypse. If I were to create like a similarity, I would say that Apocalypse and Thanos should have- World-ending power. Should have been done in very similar ways. But Thanos was done right, and Apocalypse was done so wrong. To also Apocalypse Thanos, looked like a rejected Sesame Street character. Yeah, by a good actor too, but given yeah, nothing to work with. Wasted on him. Yeah, totally, totally. Kind of funny you mention that because I felt a really good actor was wasted on a very prominent role in Venom. Now it's not the worst oh, yeah. of all the bad movies, but yeah. it was still pretty bad. It was just like cool and how do you like so many wolverine movies or movies where he's in it how do you have venom be pg-13 like just let it off the leash let like deadpool great yeah. response yeah logan awesome response venom should be i'm sorry unless they're trying to weave him into something else later that's more like kitty friendly but now they're doing a let there be carnage sequel those both should be r-rated why would you put him in a PG-13 when he's a serial killer with a super deadly symbiote? I mean, it just, it's like, let it go. Like you say, let it off the leash. Let it be what it's supposed to be. Let it be what it is in the comics. Yeah, if you love something, set it free. And if it comes back to you, it's meant to be. Yeah, that's very sweet. That's why I only throw boomerangs. <laughs> yeah, and kittens that love you. Oh, oh, or the movie Boomerang with Eddie Murphy. I throw ah. it, like a copy of it out on DVD and yeah. it usually comes back. Or the movie Cats, because when you throw it, somebody sees it and then throws it back at you and says, I don't want this. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like uh, those nude photos of Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, they're out there? Yeah, that's a Simps an old Simpsons joke. Wait, hold on. Let me look it up. <laughs> <laughs> what else was bad? Uh, we're not going to take as long because they don't deserve the mentions. Do you remember Dark Tower? Do you remember actually being like, oh, this is going to be fun. It has Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey and and then that was horrible. That was pretty much it. That was the only thing you could say about it. And it was such was... a poor adaptation. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Ugh. At least then, the expectations weren't super high because it wasn't like something super geeky, like a, a, you know, a comic book property or like a video game based movie or something yeah. like that. Oh, by That's the way, true. I think the number one movie that we're going to not mention, but it's the obvious number one choice is probably um, the, and I've only ever even seen pieces of it, but just the pieces were so stupid. 
the uh, Michael Bay trans the last Transformers movie, like the the first night or something like that, where basically you find out the Transformers are descendants of Excalibur and Merlin. If I don't, I don't know what the fuck that was. I never saw it. We, I I know, think, I, we didn't, right? You didn't see it either. No, and we obviously didn't record about it because we were so burnt out. I think the last Transformers movie. I was like, okay. Mark well, Wahlberg one was the last one I saw. No, we saw Bumblebee, even though it was an oh, off shot. But that was, that was different. That wasn't that was bad. okay. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. I tried to do something different. I gotta respect yes. that. But yeah. The the Michael Bay installment franchise lineage movies that they've been string long. I'm just like, I could give a shit less. But if anyone goes and tells me that's a good movie, please immediately uninstall your Unsub- podcast app. Do not listen to us because we do not see eye to eye and there's no future. Okay. Okay. Solo. Pretty bad. So oh, yeah, solo. You liked it more. Uh, yeah. You liked it more than I did, but that doesn't make it. It doesn't mean I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was bad. How are you going to have a movie, you know, that's a, about one character essentially, with just one name, and have the guy be nothing believably like him at all? I, I no it. You can't take one of the most iconic characters in all of cinema and then say, we're going to create a younger version, but that younger version isn't going to look like or act like, sound like or him. even sound like or make any reference to like any of any of the things that we know and love of the original. It, it was done so poorly and it was just it was a cash grab from Disney. I mean, that was obvious. Yeah, they they had the teats hooked up to a milk machine for sure, and they were just pumping out. God knows what came out of that, um, and that unfortunately was a byproduct of that just kind of greediness and that period where they're just like, oh, let's release a movie every year. It's like no, it, every entry becomes less special than the one before if we just are doing such high volume. Well, I will say, if they did it right, it would be okay. Like like look at Marvel, right? Marvel has one or two like the marvel cinematic universe has one or two movies supposed to be out every year and that generally speaking works every once in a while you get a thor the dark world but like most of them are pretty good if disney could if disney would do it right we would be okay with it yeah it wouldn't yeah i don't know I just, but they're not they're not doing it right rise of Star now that was that was a bad Star Wars movie, but at least it had the excuse that it was a, a side quest. Yeah. It wasn't part of it wasn't part of the you know the new trilogy. Rise of Skywalker is by far. I will even say it's worse than Phantom Menace. I'll, I'll just say it. Phantom Menace at least had good music. It had a fucking awesome lightsaber duel at the end. Uh, and yeah. I love that song. Dueling, dueling fates. fates. I, du- yeah. uh, I did duel of the fates or dueling fates. Duel of the Dueling Fates, I believe. I think, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. Duel of the Dueling Fates that duel. I think that's, I think that's the full title. And O'Doyle Rules. Uh, <laughs> and in parentheses, O'Doyle Rules. But even as silly and stupid as Phantom Menace was and laid the groundwork for, you know, Attack of the Clones and stuff like that, I... I can't tell you a single thing I liked about Rise of Skywalker. I can't. I'm not just being a shithead. That movie sucked. Well, and it ruined all of the past two that they had going for it. It made seven and eight irrelevant. Though they had different 
views and directions, episode seven and eight at least had momentum. And this was just like yeah, speeding at like a hundred miles per hour and then thrown in reverse all of a sudden. And now your transmission's blown and your car's fucked. And I just felt like that's what happened to this franchise, this trilogy, even. Um, yep. Yeah. But what a sour taste. <clears throat> yeah, no, I totally agree. I think, I think episode seven and eight were good. And if episode nine could wrap it up in this, a similar way, it would make all the difference. But because episode nine screwed it all up, it ruins all three of them. You know what I mean? It sucks. Oh, I know what you mean. Now, do you? I mean, by now, if I don't, then what the hell is going on? Yeah, why are Brandon, we? Brandon, yeah, what, what are we doing? Let's, <laughs> let's just stay at home. Oh, wait, we're doing this on Zoom. Um, is it the worst movie of the worst that we've mentioned? No. In your opinion? No. What was worse than Rise of Skywalker? Honestly, Batman v Please. Superman was probably, I mean, really, Batman v Superman is not only, in my opinion, one of the worst of all the ones we talked about, but it is the most disappointing. Yeah, and it is the most disappointing, and it is so bad that it sparked our interest in making a podcast. So I think that's where I would go. You know what? You, you put it that way. At least I saw Rise of Skywalker twice because I just wanted to confirm that it was as bad as I thought it was the first time around. Yeah. I've had no desire or energy. Like when I see that's on on like TV or if it comes over streaming, I'm just like, nope. I, it's like it's like an accident on the freeway. I'm turning around. I am going the other way. Yep. Yep. I, I agree. Thank you, Zack Snyder, for giving us the passion to do this podcast 100 episodes in. <laughs> I remember so, doing a rap about Batman v Superman. Uh, no, uh, I, it was actually your very first one. You because you have a, yeah. an inexplicable boner, at least for his music, for Kanye West. So you did something about uh, but, pa- the song "Power." Yeah, yeah. No one man should have all that power, and it was about I I did, read the lyrics to be about su- Superman, Batman trying to stop Superman, and then and then I did one about Suicide Squad too with will smith well he was in suicide squad did you know that i did but i yeah, did i used so one of his, I forgot i did one of his uh i what was it i did parents just don't understand, don't but understand. I, yeah. I did critics just don't understand oh i think they got it right this time hey i'm thinking <laughs> yeah you're thinking this has been a lengthy discussion and we still have a lot to talk about so why don't we kind of pin this right here and uh yeah. do part two and part three. So it'll be like you said to me just a moment ago, uh, 100.1 right here. And we'll bring you 100.2 and 100.3 very soon. Uh, examining the best worst in between in video games and TV. Yeah. In that order. It doesn't have to be, but yeah. Sure. Whatever. I'm down. Yeah. Let's do this. I'm down too. So let's put this episode down for, uh, for now. And we'll get back to you soon, even though we're going to keep recording, but we'll, yeah, whatever. You don't need to know how the sausage is made. Just eat the sausage. Sausages. Sausage. <laughs> eat my sausages. Oh, uh, and that was a funny, man, sorry, I get all nostalgic. And that was a funny fake sponsor we did too about sauce and jizz brand sausages. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. It was good. What's your, this is I no premeditation here. What's your favorite of all of the fake sponsors we've had? Oh man, uh, I have to say 
what I, I know it's jerking my own horn. Yep. <laughs> but uh, I think Reynolds rap was one of my favorite. Um, I was very yeah. proud of the fact that I created multiple wraps for a fake sponsor and put a whole commercial together for that. That was, and I still listen to it going, God, that's funny. <laughs> and most of you the know, stuff I do, I, I listen to it. I'm like, that's not funny. Why would I do that? <laughs> at the time it felt right. I have actually from people that, you know, that listen to the podcast, I've had people in person tell me if they just happened to come across it, that the K lit spot really made them laugh. Yes. The K lit. And so, yeah, not to lick my own clit, but that one would be my that was, favorite. That one's a laugh out loud one. Yeah, some of some of ours are are really funny, and some of them you're just like, right. oh, the K, the the KKK three K fun run. That was a good one. I really <laughs> like that one. <laughs> yeah, but you're right. Reynolds rap one makes me laugh a lot. And then, yeah, just go back and listen if you're not sure. And then we all have some best ofs. Uh, okay, put a pin okay. on it. Come back to us soon. We'll get back to you soon. Until then, thank you for being a fan of 100 episodes worth of our fandom. Yeah, and stay geeky and listen to 100.2. Yeah. Stay tuned.